1: Hello there and welcome to the show. It's brought to you in association with Levi Solicitors, who will offer you a 10% discount on your legal fees at levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Michael, you're holding something in your hand. What is, the, what is that document? It's
2: just to remind me some of the legal services they do. Will's
1: Probate and conveyancing. The, the three they've listed. But I think I knew them anyway. If you're lucky enough to be on the video version of this, you would have seen Michael hold that up to the camera.
2: And On the other side of it is our latest magazine. Too.
1: It's on the back of uh, issue one of the square ball for this season. Um, but the important thing here is to say thank you to Levi's for coming on board for another season as well. Here on the weekly show, wills, probate, conveyancing, and more legal services as they've put on their which on their advert.
2: You can tell us about. Oh not that easy, is it? See, love them all. Yeah, they're all good
1: though. Yeah, I mean, beyond those three, so many wills. Yeah, conveyancing. You get your probate. You yeah. got
2: to, got all of
1: them. Yeah, dispute resolution is the, is my favourite, which we're going to come on to actually in part two of this show. However, to uh, avail yourself of that 10% discount on your legal fees, levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. We need to get some Will's Probate in merch made up, I think. It's, it's taken on a life of its own. Anywho, into it then. Uh, so this is the weekly news roundup. Stuff that's emerged over the last seven days. And what a tiring seven days it's been. <laughs> Season's back. Nobody wants to be here. We're trying to sign some players. Some of them don't even want to be here. It's not um,
2: even a tiring seven days. Sunday morning we came in here full of beans, going to S- piss the league. It's what? Fir- Five days. Thursday lunchtime? Yeah. Ruined. So, it's all on fire.
1: We've got we've got a Willie who doesn't want to be here, a Welsh Joe who's supposedly on his way in, maybe by the time this one uh, gets put out. Max Ahrens doesn't want to be here. I had to change the prep sheet for Max Ahrens. Oh, was it nice
2: before? It was, Oh, it seems like a good signing, good age, plays for England in the 21s, even though it's 23, which seems a bit of a cheat to me, but he was playing for them. Uh, loads of played loads of games in the Championship, so great experience. Then I had to change it to a little turncoat bastard. Fuck
1: him. Yep. Which is fair enough. Didn't want him anyway, did we? No. Absolutely We've got not. too many right-backs.
3: Yeah, if we've got Sam Byram already from down there, I think we've got the, the plum choice,
1: and he didn't hesitate. Didn't That's even true. think twice about signing with Leeds, did he? We've got Sam Byram, technically Rasmus Christensen, Luke Ayling, Cody Drame. Didn't need Max Harris, did we? Shackleton. Shackleton. He can play there. Yeah, so... Really, he's done us a favor, Stuart Dallas. He's he's really he's done us a favor by going to the Premier League and not playing for us.
2: Yeah, good. I wanted to spend that money on a striker anyway.
1: And there have been rumors. I don't know how true this is that um, Rio Ferdinand is somehow involved in being his agent. So again, we don't want that sort of bad news through the door, do we? I think he's
3: he works at the agency, right? Rather than I don't he doesn't negotiate contracts because why would you let Rio Ferdinand negotiate anybody's contract? But he hasn't like kind of advises players. I mean it's just one of those things like if you're an agent and you can go like yeah when you've got a a decision about like whether to turn up for a drugs test or Mm, not. Just say you were shopping. Rio Ferdinand is just a phone call away and because we're paying him he has to speak to you. Do I show up or not? Although
2: I think he left his phone at home didn't he when the drug testers are trying to get in touch with him. Maybe
3: it'll be the same thing. He'll he'll screen your call Mm. just to make sure that it's something that he's interested (laughs) and wants to do but because there's a a financial interest in it for him Mm. you can just yeah you and Rio will be uh, besties as long as
2: it's not pissing in a cup I'm happy to answer this I won't what, take any the, questions what's the favourite thing you've pissed in? <laughs> that's um, an interesting question have a think about it come back to it if I you did, want I you... do remember um, pissing in a mango sorbet tub at Leeds Festival once right. and I had to bail it out halfway through <laughs> it was
1: not as big <laughs> as, I, as
2: I imagined it to be
1: mango it's like a litre yeah yeah. I had, I had quite a bit to drink which, uh, which for our American cousins is that a quart? I don't know somewhere like that don't know uh, yeah, man- mango specifically yeah remember it was mango soba mango like... soba it must be nice that to be able to afford <laughs> things like that luxuries like that mm. at a festival but it was all it was all LSD and hunger I can't edit out from the Sainsbury's it was when it was at Temple Newsome oh right okay yeah yeah, yeah. shopping at Sainsbury's that must be nice as well can't go there anymore you're Aldi anyway back to Max Aarons have you got any more um Shade, we can chuck it in before we uh, move on to someone else.
2: Yeah, his cousin plays for Huddersfield. Played for Huddersfield, played for Huddersfield so I he's Leeds a family of lead hating perverts. Well,
1: I, I do. I have
3: met a cousin of Max Owens who was very nice. Oh, he's like a,
1: a blood, a blood relative
3: or no? Well, cousin by marriage. I mean, I didn't get into that. Slow. You should cousin, have asked. Max Aaron's is his cousin, so yeah, I'm kind of recusing myself from too much abuse but letting you uh Okay. Well um, how did you meet down this, the this cousin of Max of mate. mate so
1: favourite thing you've ever pissed in Moscow?
3: Um a toilet's because I'm clean. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's
1: a good choice. <laughs> yeah, no absolutely. Always the recommended yeah, it's all, it's top of my list. <laughs> it's in the top one. Mm. Uh right, yeah. So Alleyways. Max Aarons uh, was supposed to be coming in with Joe Roden. Uh is not all right, looks all right, just Joe Roden, very good for this level. Um which is these are all the things we would have said about Max Aarons. However where mm-hmm. where did Joe Roden spend last season on loan? He went to France. Which where about? <laughs> or don't you call it France?
3: Yeah, France. He was playing for Ron. <laughs> who was with who else was because obviously Ron is where we got Rafinha, isn't it? Uh-huh. Wasn't there another Ron connection in the meantime? It was that wasn't there
2: that striker we were after? Um mm.
3: uh, Terrier. Delier. Oh, maybe. Yeah, he was he was cool, wasn't he? Who at, um, at
1: twenty five years old had zero
3: resale value. Too old, that old chump. Yeah, I don't feel like I know a lot about Joe Rodon. I knew enough to correct whoever put his name on the sheet as Joe Rondon.
2: Oh, I'm thinking but, of Salaman Rondon there, aren't I?
3: Yeah, I do instinctively I read it. I always read it as that, yeah. Yeah, I go mm-hmm. to Rondon and I also think of uh Rondeau, the mm. what, the training exercise. So he's a bit he's also um, Joe Rogan as well, yeah, so he's a bit obscure in all these um respects, and when you do a, like an image search of him, he just looks like exactly how you'd think the Wales center back would look in twenty twenty three It's like he's very much just kind of standard issue <laughs> template center back.
1: He doesn't look like I expected him to
3: oh okay well he's at least he's surprising somebody he's yeah, got it's... he's got sleeve tattoos, which I think is uh, very unusual for a footballer
2: oh yeah, such an original choice. <laughs> not that I mind him to be fair but you know
3: welcome Joe anyway there's a great photo if you find the photo from the BBC story Joe Roden blow for Wales and Swansea as defender out for three months the picture is uh, uh, the expression on the photo the expression on his face in the photo is probably how I'm imagining him today when he's like look you leaked Max to Leeds and you got a better move why am I having to sign for them Mm -hmm.
2: can we get can we get Luton on the phone someone Nottingham Forest I thought
3: that the me. whole point of this was to get me a Premier League move but now I'm having to actually sign for Leeds
1: different is it that's a lot even, even we're, we're only borrowing him even
3: the guy I'm talking to with the contract won't shut up about how good Luton are what is happening
1: anyway so he's he's coming in I'm glad about that because uh, I'd say we need a centre back correct mm. and I'm, I'm I suppose I prefer this to spending 10
2: million pounds on Nat Phillips because they feel like similar sort of players who were at a big Premier League club with at least aspirations of top four and can't get a game there, so get loaned out. But then, ten million for Phillips felt a bit.
3: Do you want to, it felt a bit. It's much. a bit Liverpool tax, isn't it? Yeah, this feels a bit like it should be on a some kind of Premier League lad podcast. But do you want to talk to me more about Spurs top four <laughs> aspirations? No, I couldn't
1: care less about yeah, it. Hurricane yep. of isn't it? I'm still, I'm still reeling slash laughing from. Your attack on the uh, the the general EFL podcasts that we did at the start of propaganda. Like, why do you even care? He could, he could start talking about Spurs, and we could then shout at him. I yeah. think it's,
2: I think it's probably fair to say we want we want no one to finish in the top four in the Premier League. Here's this right, Harry
3: Kane to Bayern Munich. I think that's going to be bad for Spurs. Now tell me why it's
2: going to be good. It's going to be good for him because um, they'll, he's been too dominant there, and they're going to do better without him yeah, probably I think he'll be back because they won't have a striker should we needlessly debate the merits of Harry Kane versus I don't know Lewandowski yeah which, which one do you think is the uh, GOAT um, Harry Kane well Lewandowski gets you a higher Scrabble score I'm going to shout I'm going to shout each of you down if you try and say otherwise
3: you know it's um, Jordan Bataka comes up from time to time because he's <laughs> never far from my thoughts did we discuss at the time that he had a higher skill rating on FIFA than Messi <laughs> So I was rereading some of my...
1: One individual skill rating or the overall skill rating. I
3: wrote a whole thing about it at the time that I'd completely forgotten about and it was because of like Messi. Unsurprisingly, sort of had a better all-round game. No. just on pure skills, somehow Bataka had a rating of like 94
1: and Messi was 93 or something (laughs) like that. So officially better than Messi. Well, I mean, Jordan Bataka's not um, basically retired to the MLS now, is he? He's, no. he's still ploughing his trade in one of the major European leagues. He is the goat. Midfielders, can we have some? Too expensive, aren't they? Gustavo is a good name, though, isn't it? Gustavo I,
3: Hammer. Yeah, I don't think we've had a Gustavo. Yeah, uh, we've so, had. a am sure there's it, been a. There was Gus, a Gus, Gus player. Of course, there's been a, and he was a Gustavo, wasn't it? Right, I take it all back. But he wasn't a player,
1: no. But he was here. He was here. Mm, um, I quite like him because he looks really good. Which. Automatically, my leads brain has gone. But well, we're not getting him then, because I've be- because I've be- been all consumed by cynicism now since Sunday. I'm tired. What do you just bring? um Yeah, he's not. He won't help you though, because
3: somebody whose name is synonymous with gloom is not going to be like the person to cheer you you're up. Who, of
1: hammer horror movies, there is that what you're thinking? No, gloomy Gus. All oh, right, okay.
3: Obviously, that's what everybody called Gus. Is known for being gloomy, mm. even as the most cheerful person alive. The Hammer Horror. Part, it's just a headline writer's
1: dream sounds like we could potentially um we could potentially do this but we're really to need to pay money to Coventry and they want quite a lot why is that a problem just, just do it be aggressive
3: in the window that's yeah, why aren't, aren't we owned by a bunch of millionaire sports people who love like they've all uh reaped the benefits of money changing hands for athletes so it shouldn't be difficult to explain the concept lots of money good player and what are they doing They're all for pretending they've left their checkbook or their Bitcoin wallet somewhere where they can't
1: extract it?
2: I mean, is a mixture of Brazilian and Dutch, which is surely the perfect combination for a midfielder.
1: Total football and flair. Exactly. Uh, do you want him? Yeah. I desperately want him. <laughs> <laughs> I want them all. You're going to get him? I'm, so, I'm sort of mindful that based on the... Uh, yeah, it's game. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it'll happen. But I'm, I'm just mindful based on watching the threadbare nature of our midfield and the fact that like Darko JB struggled a little bit in that Shrewsbury game that we're basically relying on a teenage boy and uh, a new Nathan to, to carry things at the minute and if one or either of those gets injured we're up shit street so um, buy some midfield, buy all the midfielders as you have recommended before Michael mm. although do you
2: remember I was thinking this watching the game last night how when we lost to Derby in the playoffs there was a little bit if you thinking well Shackleton will play more next year and that'll be fun.
3: He was brilliant in that game. Yeah. Him and Dallas kind of pulled us, well, didn't pull us through it because we lost, but um, they were both exceptional. The, the, you know, there's still a player in Shackleton, isn't there? And then Bate came on, looked very good. But I think that's where... They're all um, boys. They're all boys. Well, I don't know how much longer Sh- Shackleton can kind of string out his boy status. He still looks um, like a boy. Yeah, so he he's probably, you know, still getting ID'd for cigarettes but with uh, <laughs> Gus Hamer Hammer he seems like uh, under our previous regime we probably would have done what Coventry did and sign him in 2020 when he was what is he 26 now minus like <laughs> 22 3 and Moscow does maths let bro. him and been like oh yeah we've, we've picked him up and he was probably I mean it's only sort of in the last year that everyone's gone Gustavo crazy so we would have had to put up with the, the bits where he was a bit rubbish having signed him for a fee exceeding a million it says on Wikipedia and then we would sell him to for example Sheffield United which is where he's probably going to go anyway he's but not
1: going they don't want to get relegated does he come towards and um, get promoted come on
3: we'll be in that we're, we're changing the zone if we're signing a 26 year old who has already been signed from the Era divisi and played mm-hmm. in the championship so it's kind of like letting Coventry do that bit.
1: They're doing the the beta testing.
3: Yeah, it's like um, getting the finished J-Roy Grot instead of what we had, which was the raw J-Roy Grot. And we'd probably, maybe if he'd gone to Coventry in the first place, we might be signing him now and he'd be the answer to all our workers trying out for Matt Smith to come back. Um, I
2: mean I don't think we are
3: Grot I don't,
2: I, don't think, I don't think the general consensus in the fan base is that Do Matt it. Smith should come back J-Roy
3: Grot would be the natural <laughs> approaching alternative approaching his mid-30s but he's in uh, he's in Japan now um, and doesn't appear to be getting many games because I don't see many alerts for him since he's gone to Kishiwa
1: Um so yeah I want, I want us to buy him because he's a midfielder because we're obviously losing Tyler Adams in the process of him going to Chelsea again it's you know you wanted to keep him but I, I've I don't. Know, I feel really apathetic towards the the dissembling of this squad that's been put together post promotion. I'm really not asked. I'm really not. Just, I
2: like I liked Adams a lot last I year. I just
1: want us to rebuild well. I
2: can also see the argument though that he's not necessarily what you need in the, in a championship promotion campaign because he was he's good stuff last year was without the ball to, mm. to use hacky phrases, whereas we've got the ball. So yeah, just get Gus instead.
1: Yeah, if you can, get, can do, do some stuff. If you get some players to go in alongside Ampadu Ampadu looks tidy you know does. at 7 million rising to 10 fine it's a shame that it's only 20 but you know what can you do you can't control the but you could have done uh, no, the I mean, we contract can't, negotiation stage I mean we can't control the relegation no, release clauses they could have done um, you would have liked more but you know so be it thanks Victor Ampadu
3: will do won't he because there's kind of you need some different kinds of midfielders Ampadu will do what Tyler Adams could do in the championship perfectly adequately so, we don't need them both. We need a different kind of midfielder alongside Ampadu. And it may as well be... Um, so, we may as well let him go to Chelsea. I just wish Chelsea would just bloody sign him because it's it's so... I'm just... Um, I was just gonna You're look bo- at,
1: Are you bored of it? I, I, yeah. I I've again. done a
3: little look at how many... Like, all the stories that um, The Athletic are publishing every single day about the sort of Chelsea consider a bid and then why Premier League clubs want Tyler Adams... And then it's advanced talks, and then they're going to step up the transfer interest this week, and then they're closing in. They're set to activate his deal. It's like this is all just the same thing over and over again. That they're 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 gonna do it. They are going to do it. They are. Go- Tell me when it's done. Football
1: cliches do a lot on this, don't they? About the uh, the different stages of uh, our considering. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. and, and it's also it, it's interesting. There's a resource issue here as well because
3: poor old Southampton don't have a writer anymore because they got relegated, but. It started with uh, just Liam Twomey doing um, a consider the bid. And then when it was stepped up on Monday, that was Phil Hay and Simon Johnson. And then now that they're closing in, it's Phil Hay, Dan Sheldon and Simon Johnson. So that's one, two, three, at least four different people all to say Chelsea might
1: thinking about probably going to sign Tyler Adams. It's almost like the Athletics, an American-based website. i obsessed with Wrexham. Were, were they eyeing a swoop at any point
2: hmm?
3: oh I don't know they do doing all that kind of stuff weren't they they're the, the closing in lately. great we should say great
1: bunch of lads though
3: it was better than uh, what was the old uh, I put it in the daily email yesterday so I can find it team talk came up with a, a terrifying spin on it where it was that yeah Chelsea gazump Man United and Liverpool as brutal Leeds raid thunders towards completion. <laughs> like, fucking I fucking know we're, Leeds are supposed to be aggressive in the window, but a brutal raid thundering towards completion. <laughs> that, it's now that, reminding me that, of, that could be That could be the show title, by the way. There was a, a front cover of the Daily Star years ago when there'd been Thund- some. A thundering raid. There'd been some bad storms. And they described it as the screaming hellstorm. <laughs> it's been quite windy on the coast. The screaming hellstorm hit Bridlington. <laughs> so that's maybe, you know, if it's that every day, if there's brutal raids thundering towards completion, I might, you know, be interested. And that might be worth three people workshopping the
2: headline. There was actually a man on a scissor lift doing something on the as I drove past on the motorway. So maybe that's part of the, the raid. Maybe that's where they've gone in. Straight, right. through, He's... straight through the back of the cup.
3: Right. It's possible. You'd tunnel in, wouldn't you? You'd tunnel in and you'd connect with the well mm. underneath mm. the pitch and then you'd go up and you'd, you'd... When Tyler Adams is just
1: like maybe warming up, scratching a little grub bit, bit grub grub grab down his down. ankle and just... <laughs> Woof! Got him! Yeah, shame to see him go. Uh, good player. But if it does free us, us of some of those uh, more, um, shall we say, annoying Twitter accounts that seem to follow around the American players, then good. Mm. Um, because that noise has been though they,
2: they also hate Chelsea because of oh, Ar's the the, Prince Pulisic. because yeah. yeah. obviously he is he was the, probably the best player in the world but <laughs> mismanaged by Chelsea
1: yeah. is Pulisic has gone hasn't he
2: yes he's, he's gone, gone to, to Milan, Milan and
1: so is that other lad as well from um, Valencia whose right. name escapes me who's also American so those weirdos will all now descend over there I mean it's weird isn't it I mean who was um
3: the guy at West Brom Daryl Dyke who went from Barnsley to West Brom I don't know if they ever had to put up with all this did they he wasn't a star, though, was he?
2: Well, it could have wow, been. T- been if they hadn't been holding him back. Careful what you say.
3: Mm. We don't want to be getting any uh, um,
1: Daryl Dyke backlash. Mm. We um, we asked, or I asked on the on the match ball stream last night, um, what do we do with Willie? Because he do not want to be here anymore. Do we make him stay? I, don't I think we should make him stay. Make him stay and grow up. That's what they need to say to him. They're not saying, we've told you you're not going now. Bloody grow up. It's been quite a journey, hasn't it, in a very short
2: period of time for Willie, from yeah. being like a little enthusiastic cherub boy to yeah. a, a grasping little bastard. Well, yeah,
1: well, I mentioned on the shows, didn't I, like I'd heard whispers that he'd been misbehaving last season and now this modus operandi does seem to fit. I don't know how true it is, it's never been confirmed, but this trying to force your way out. just don't You shouldn't have signed a legally binding contract, you <laughs> daft little bastard. I mean, that's the thing with footballers, isn't it? They have you ever bought anything on like on a higher purchase that you re- regretted getting or anything like that? Nah, you know, you know. What I know, like, yeah, yeah. You're a cash man, aren't right? you up front? i d I'm not trying to get a deal or a second.
2: I don't like, I don't, I don't
1: like paying for stuff monthly generally. It no. upsets me. I don't like seeing it going out. Like even a DFS sofa, which is like, you know, it's always interest free. Mm. But obviously, you know, they put the cost up on there whatever to I bought me on voice. Sure. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Have you ever been let down by uh by your Willie before?
1: No, never. No, good. No.
3: There's another question for you. It's funny that he uh, played against Cardiff. Many, many times. That's an interesting angle to all this, is if he's like, "So I'll give it a go. Hmm. This the championship. I hear his, you know, he may have had Liam Cooper telling him, oh, no, it'll be good. Don't worry about it. It'll be great. And then one afternoon against Cardiff, it's like,
1: nah, I want to hmm. go play for Sean Dyche. It's a bit like when I tried to... Uh assimilate myself into um, Dunn's stores when I was 17 and I went and did one shift and then left and never went back because I hated it yeah, yeah. He's, he's had a look
2: and maybe you saw the fixture list as well and he was like another game I'm, True. Fuck. I'm not I'm not
1: playing in that I've only, I've only just stopped being tired from the weekend so mind you that's how I felt I'm, I'm just channeling my own emotions here mm. Birmingham's got a John
3: Lewis though hasn't it so there might have been something to tempt him back to the, the league fixtures just because he
1: said he didn't want to play in the Carabao Cup I mean I don't particularly want us to be in the Carabao Cup <laughs> Don't, don't worry, what, we do, won't be soon. Do you, know what, do you know what? I want more than anything. I genuinely want us to get to September. And I know we always say it's a bad thing wishing away the season. I don't want us to get to September and, and wish away all the games. Because it's nice to have the football back. But I'm sick of the transfer window. It's I'm absolutely sick to the high teeth of it. It's boring.
2: It is annoying just thinking, oh, we've kind of got a good squad here. But then it, equally it will not be surprising if in a month Harrison's gone, Nonto's gone, Somerville's gone, Sinistera's gone. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, okay, that bit that looked really fun has disappeared.
3: And even this standoff with Wilf if it becomes that because what should probably happen now because we've got him on a four-year contract and there's no release clause and he's valuable is get a bidding war going and say he's not leaving unless it's £50 million or something like that what Brighton have done with their players and Southampton are playing hardball with Lavia aren't they and so it's got it should be we've got to play hardball and there's been lots of um when he uh, turned up he was all I've negotiated contracts in my sleep at the 49ers, this is, uh, yeah, the ball is shaped differently and the sport is different, but the agent game and the player game is very much the same. So he's got kind of to set his stall out to Neville Lombard saying, I'll sort all this. This is not going to be a problem. Sorry, Matt. And, and now it's the test of it. But that's really boring, isn't it? If, you know, the chairman of Leeds arguing with the agent of Wilf and we've got to worry about that for the next three weeks of like how negotiations go. Like with, there was even, I don't know a Talking about the athletic too much, but the um, with the Harry Kane move, there was one where they said that the uh, Bayern Munich's representatives representatives had had breakfast with their Spurs counterparts, but they had not discussed the Harry Kane move. Like breakfast in London, whatever.
2: I think you're desperate to talk about Harry Kane. Should we ever have, a, we have a, um, a, a needless and circular debate about whether or not he's world class? <laughs> That's the thing that people talk about. He, I don't think he is world class. Is he's he, not won anything. Yeah. Should he have a
1: is he was he better than Jimmy Greaves? <laughs> anyway, just talking of strikers, do you want more? Yes.
2: Hurricane's gone to
1: Munich it seems. <laughs> so missed out on him though,
2: So he's he's missed out. Yeah. Uh, um Matthew Smith as discussed. Yeah. He's the only other one he's a thing So it's
1: amazing how these little coincidences are um, thrown up in the world, isn't it? Like obviously we're missing Pat Bamford because he's got his regular indus, uh, industry. I was going to say injury, and then Cooper's Pat Bamford and Pat Bamforded himself because that's his plantar fascia that is ruptured, mm-hmm. which is that bit of muscle along the bottom of your foot. That costly attaches, injury for him, that attaches your heel to your toes. Yeah, and as a fellow sufferer of plantar fasciitis, I can say it's not pleasant. I haven't ruptured mine; mine's fixed now.
2: He did his heroically rising to score a goal for Leeds United. How did you do yours? Walking a dog. <laughs>
1: Pathetic. I can't even walk my dog anymore because he's got heart failure. Bless him. He just oh. sort of potters around here. Sad now. Matt. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I hope you feel bad. You should. Well, still in bad condition. You know, I'm
2: going to say you're not far off yourself. I there, actually, so, I, actually far, I actually. Uh, two of you can just sit around and cuddle.
1: I got, I got. That's what we do? I got plantar from um, from doing a for a training walk for a charity walk, um, and I turned my ankle, and it. But in the recovery process, it hurt me plantar. At least, at least you completed that walk. Mm. Um, so yeah, Somerville's out because he's done his groin. You ever done your groin? That hurts. Yeah, I I did actually pull my groin a little bit. This this was a sign of getting old. Everything failing and breaking down. but I've been I've been swimming every day for about six weeks, barring like one day a week, I have one day a week off. I feel great for it, by the way. Mm. But I kicked it too hard in the pool and pulled a groin muscle the other day. I'm overstretched. Everything hurts.
2: It's weird that the club have put out a statement of this. They don't normally do this, do they? Yeah. Like an article on the website and a tweet. Yeah. I feel like it just leaks out in press conferences normally. No.
1: Maybe they've been into they did it for a while. Ward off interest in, in uh, the likes of Somerville, stuff like that. Mm. Let's see how, if I can find him. He's
2: injured, and if you come in for him, we'll injure him more. Mm. Is that what you want? Because
3: that's what will happen. So, injury update 2nd of February 2023, Rodrigo. Uh, 15th of March, Tyler Adams. Oh, okay. 27th of March, uh, too many. They didn't just name one. It was. <laughs> Let me guess: Junior Furpo was injured, and Pat Bamford was injured. Oh, it was the whole, It was the full um, Pat Bamford plantar fascia rupture. Um, on a more positive note, Calvin Phillips, Liam Cooper, and Diego Llorentia have all trained this week. Was Adam, Adam Farshaw injured? Rafinha has recovered from illness. Um, however, Ilan Melier has suffered severe bruising to his upper thigh and lower torso, i.e., his body, and therefore will not be involved. Was not involved this week, but was expected to be fit for the visit Saints. Uh, 2021, Rodrigo bilateral heel
2: pain. I'm sure that'll clear. That'll clear up quickly.
1: Um, that But that bilateral heel, heel pain that was plantar as well, wasn't it? Because that's what you get. You get heel pain when you've got it. Did you? Was yours bilateral? Yeah. No, I think it was unilateral. Yeah. Okay. It was mine.
3: 2018, Liam Cooper.
2: <laughs> All right, Moscow. We get it. We get it they've put injury
3: um, updates on Adam Forshaw has made significant progress in his bid to return <laughs> you've made a good case thank you very much uh, Tony uh, Derego is progressing well it's a video Adam Forshaw recovery week 2 I don't know if they uh, stopped that around week 47 <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that being a series Oh, it's bad isn't it Michael Bridges um, set to play in the Champions League so Robin Cock injury update this was a good one actually this was a little bit different um, so 25th of January 2019. It's still going. Uh, it was actually Rob Leeds United injury update. Rob Price provides the latest. There's a picture of Rob Price and then a big Q&A with him. Rob, could you give us a bit of a general injury update, please? Well, we've got a few who've come back or are getting close. So Stuart Dallas had had a toe fracture against Sheffield United.
1: Uh, I hope that, um, you know what we were saying that Rob Price was like stripping footballers down for parts mm. in a completely unfounded accusation. I do hope that, I mean, I know Max Ahrens has denied walking out mid-medical. I kind of hope he did and I hope that Price has kept a bit of him. It's kind of surprising the Saudis haven't come in for Rob Price, actually. Mm. Mm. The old um, old bone saw.
3: There (laughs) was... uh, Barardi was in the under-21s, but things have tightness in his hamstrings. Pat Bamford, back in training. (laughs) Izzy Brown has played a few under-23s games. Moscow, Um, can I ask you to stop talking about injuries now? Maybe we should start doing the video. There was a video for this as well, so you could hear Rob Price... (laughs) Say it to you and
1: Izzy Brown, in his eyes of course, has it's true. since had to re- retire from football. Anyway, Junior Furpo's still knackered and he's going to be out for another few weeks. I just wanted to go away now. It's just fun. He's just an idiot of a footballer, isn't he? Um, go away. I'll stop stop it, taking money off us. Oh, it was a bad injury, actually, wasn't it? Jesse Marsh gives injury
3: update on Harvey Sutcliffe because he's done a torn ACL. What do you think um, of the uh, third kit, Michael? Pretty wild, isn't it? I wonder if Sutcliffe's better. I hope he is.
2: Um, I don't
1: mind that third kit. It is absolutely wild and out there.
2: I saw it in the flesh last night as well. It's all right. I don't love it. Like, yep. I, I really love the other two. Yeah. This is a step down as far as I'm concerned. Mm. But equally, even though it's not probably to my personal taste, you can tell someone's designed it. Yeah. Well, that's it. Well, we should say we know we know Ed,
1: who's come in and done stuff, and mm. we keep in touch with him, who've designed these kits. So I suspect, you know, like my not knowing what his intention with the kit is and was, and what he's tried to do, which is to introduce. Peacocky feathers. Mm. There's a bit of the Legionite bubble right in there in the print. It's you understand. Even if you don't like the design, at least you can understand the place it's come from.
2: Yeah. Whereas last year's third kit was
1: Meaning- sort of meaningless. Like some
2: grey stripes to some darker grey, and then some orange. Why? Child wanted to do it because.
1: Yeah.
2: All oh, right, fine. The uh, the away kit. What's that representing? Don't know. It's just a pattern.
1: Yeah. Right. So, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get head on um, onto the show. He wants to do it. We want to do it. Just need to make sure Leeds United are alright with it now. To come on and talk about the um the design process for it and why is it why has it come out like it's come out? And I don't know from speaking to it, like you've obviously got the home kit that's white, the away kit that's blue, the teams playing blue and white, so you need something that contrasts. So he's gone fucking nuts and put this out. Yeah, it's
3: about it's like trying to cram as many old school Leeds United references into the
1: most wild
3: new thing possible. And uh, and also Ian Westlake could return to the squad for Saturday's clash with Hartlepool. <laughs> But uh, Alan Thompson re- re- remains a doubt. Uh, Curtis Weston is also uh, close. Ian Westlake was a good swimmer, wasn't he? He was a very
1: good swimmer. Leon, yeah. Leon Constantine is coming along, but he'll be a few weeks yet. If you Google Ian Westlake swimming or swim, you, f- you can actually find some genuinely interesting stories. I think he, he raced, it might have been like um, a high level swimmer. He, went, he did like a head to head race. And I remember he was once on like TV Sports program Grandstand that used to be on on Saturday when we mm. were kids. And he was he was shown going head to head with somebody in the pool, but yeah. So a, there's a there's an interesting backstory there, Michael. Let me tell you.
2: Maybe it's a a guide Ian Westlake's swimming career. Probably not.
1: No.
3: Well, this is this would actually be worth a guide possibly.
2: Um, when the club was
3: waiting on the results of further scans before confirming the full extent of the injury sustained by Rudolf Austin against Watford, when everybody thought that bro- he'd broken his leg. Mm. United manager New Warnock said, "We're all shocked by what happened in there. <laughs> Our thoughts were with Rudy. Uh, all the things pale into insignificance." When you see things like that, it's was fine, wasn't he? Broke his leg, he was back in a week. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Just shook it off.
0: A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot bot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com.
1: Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Welcome to the Square Ball Jury, where we will rule on things in the world of football, mainly Legion United, let's face it, that's why we're here. Dan, Michael and Moscow. The assembled Square Ball Jury. I will act as some sort of central judge in this process, maybe should have had a gavel, you think? So, hang on, hang on. it's the Square Ball Jury? Yeah, that's us. Yeah, I'm having a problem with this as well. Because uh,
2: aren't we meant to be making the case for something, but we're, we're on we're the jury? Also the prosecutors yeah. and right. the jury,
3: but which so just, feels
1: like a very under... Well, uh, Democratic kind of court. Mm. It's, just a, it's just a feature that we've put together that nicely taps into the fact that Levi Solicitors sponsor the show. And do not do criminal law. 10%. They do do dispute resolution, which is what you want to happen before it gets to the criminal stage. So in many ways, better. What kind of dispute gets to a criminal stage? It, or civil. But this could be a civil court. It's you a, wouldn't
3: have a jury in the civil court. Or a prosecutor. Levi Listers at forward slash the square ball. <laughs> they can explain all this to you for with a 10% discount. On your legal fees, yeah. Just just go with the theme. Have you um, been missold, a
1: podcast feature? Yes. And this is in no way we should stress just a repackaging of heroes and villains. No. Different product. Comple- yeah, don't recognise this. It's like when they brought out new Coke in the 19, uh, 1980s. That went re- well. Yeah, to replace Coca-Cola. So um, we are... It's the tab clear of... <laughs> podcasts. We are still going to award a Ken Bates Villain of the Week award, and we'll do that first, and a Gatana Barardi Hero, uh, Hero of the Week award, which we'll do afterwards. So, just to let you know what the criteria are here, I will invite one of you to step forward to the oki The Oki. <laughs> the oki yeah. Um, to deliver a nine-dart finish, but also to, to um, put forward a case for who you think should be Villain of the Week. You can back it up with evidence from our TSB Plus members, if you like, who's saying what about whom. We can award other things here so it's not just like the Villain of the Week award do you remember the petty grievances so we can we can mark something as a petty grievance now or even just take a cheap shot so those are the three things we're looking for one Villain of the Week petty grievances can be marked out and cheap shots can be marked out as well so who is going to uh, put forward a, a statement for who they believe to the court is the Villain of the Week for this week well I think Cardiff yeah, are you stepping forward to the hockey. yes right I'm at the plate yep yeah. Stepping up to the the ocu-clate. the
2: uh, what else do you have? Oh, the the, the, the diving places, board, Yeah, the the ledge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Good. anyway, the cliff's edge. Yeah, Cardiff were nominated by a couple of TSB Plus people. Luca B.
1: Is this one of your witness statements?
2: It, yeah, let's call it that if you want. Yep, because he describes it as like melt, uh, like. Welsh Will-Wall? hmm uh, welsh Mill wall will Will-Wil-Wish-Will?
1: You turned into Harry Harry Redknapp there. Fantastic.
2: Welsh-Wil-Wall. <laughs> uh, Melsch-Wil-Wall. welsh mill wall welsh Millwall. wall <laughs> Fantastic. Um, and does also point out they've both been managed by that water vole, which obviously <laughs> is, being, um, being Neil Harris. Neil Harris, yeah. And, I mean, we can go back a long way for grievances for Cardiff, County. not they ruined O'Leary's babies. Yeah, what was that,
1: 2003? Two. Two.
2: Yeah, so that, they kind of brought an end to all that, more or less. Yeah,
1: they were chucking piss as well. Mm. Um, they?
3: they managed to make the referee's head bleed. Hmm. And he was just like, yes. This you, is, you,
2: is this a case for the defence? No, no. Oh, okay, it's, it's I'm you shouldn't.
3: Uh, helping your case. They, they drew blood from the face of a referee and he was just like, I'm having a great time. Let's <laughs> continue. I think this game is being played very fairly. oh, your uh, owner is going to stand behind the goal and goad Nigel Martin and whip the crowds up so they throw more things at me
2: having a love in this so there was that there was the game where Lu- Liam Cooper lost his mind got mm. sent off there was the game it was we Matt came, fault. we came back from Covid and they beat us you know we thought we were going to piss the league Yeah, you were on HMS pissed the league that season too
3: we were denied a whole season of Manchester click because of that game as well weren't we because mm. he made that mistake and then Thomas Christensen I mean you could blame Thomas Christensen it's the only time Thomas Christensen's ever taken against anybody ever mm. was mm. that
2: but then when you go back and look at other Cardiff managers not only have they had um, the water vol, they've had Dave Jones a lead hating bastard I mean arguably he's got his reasons mm-hmm. <laughs> some things were said that <laughs> anyway, they've had Olly Gunnar They've had they've had, Solskja, they've had, <laughs> they've had Neil Warnock, yeah, and they've had Steve, and they've had
1: Steve Morrison. And what's the this um, Latin name here on the on the the Igual, charge sheet?
2: Igual pero diferente.
1: All right, not Latin, maybe Spanish,
2: Spanish or yeah.
1: equal, whatever it is. But
2: equal but different,
1: isn't it? Igual. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, what has equal but different said? Um, you can't have two
2: attacks and score twice. That has to be cheating.
1: So you've presented your case to the court and the jury's already weighted with its with its opinion on matters. I feel like you've put forward a strong case there. We will we'll decide by majority whether we agree with that. Um anything else we want to discuss in terms of petty grievances, cheap shots as well? Um ref, dickhead ref
3: got a, a bit of a cheap shot for um a lot of penalties. And
2: uh yeah, Brian you, from from Jacksonville. Florida says he doesn't care if none of them were penalties. You're a guest in our house. Show some appreciation.
1: Yeah, that's, that's that feels point. like. Is that petty grievance or cheap shot? I feel it's legitimate. Well, there, is there? Well, there isn't a category for legitimate, is there? Well, petty grievance is a legitimate grievance. I feel right, but cheap shot is just where you're picking out someone's appearance or you're just being mean about them, basically. Okay. Well, so what are we doing about um,
3: another Dan and his opinion of the Sky's championship team? Being a bunch of clueless, ill-researched wankers—absolutely petty grievance, or is that cheap shot? It that's absolutely—it legit- feels,
2: feels a bit close to home as well. To be fair, right? As a, as a general criticism of football right. coverage, yeah.
1: I mean, it feels like should are trying the best. I'm never, I'm never going to accept Don Goodman and Keith Andrews on my TV mm. as co-commentators and, and analysts. So I think that's that's I can quite firmly put that in petty grievances. Okay, right. So those, those—it's a cheap shot of Bill. I will say that. Right, Bill Ailing. Yeah, it was a
2: that Rubers has said. Uh, a few other people said it as well. His time has come, which maybe it has. Yeah, but it'd be nice.
3: There was a bad moment in the Shrewsbury game. Very tired, the, wasn't he? Towards the end of the second half, when somebody played the ball down the outside of him from about halfway mm.
1: and got like a thirty-yard head start. While he, I don't think he. Can I just say, by the way, when when that happened. He was very, very close to me and you should have seen the look on his face. That, yeah. that knowing look of, oh, it's
3: happened. <laughs> From the back of the West End, I could see because uh, he, in, instead of chasing, he just kind of turned around he sort of put his hands on his knees. Oh, God. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> I'm never getting there. But to be fair, he does, like he had in the second half been bombing up into the penalty area, uh, the other penalty area, hadn't he? So I aspire to be that unfit. So mm. It's always the thing, isn't it, when you talk about these. That's the thing. Somebody tweeted perfectly eight years ago about the sports commentary and it would be like comparing yourself going like, oh, here I am in my, obviously this is not in my early 30s like considering all the the years I've got ahead of me and then they go like, and here he comes on the pitch, the oldest player in the league at 32, it's a medical miracle that he can still walk.
1: So like, yes, it's different, uh, different standards for poor old Bill. Uh, I've seen that Sai has nominated Calamo Dowder as well for being annoying and stopping our players from scoring goals. Pathetic. Is that uh, cheap shot or petty grievance what do you feel I think that's got to be a cheap shot really right.
2: yeah as as, as the um, Jake Florida nominating Josh Josh Bowler and his stupid head and bad you're not Jack Grealish you play for Cardiff act like it
1: yeah no I mean, petty grievance yeah well cheap shot cheap shot about appearances yeah, yeah yeah okay cheap shot fair enough is that all the evidence then um, that you're presenting to the court today then everybody any, any further uh, further witness statements or should we proceed to judgement I feel like we can just give it to Cardiff.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what happens if we don't? Because then we just don't have a villain. We, we vote. So, it's, a
2: hung, it's a hung jury and we have to be here for weeks, potentially. Yeah, locked in a room. Then there'll be a retrial in a yeah. matter of months, I, I suppose. Well,
1: I might be willing to accept a, a majority verdict, but that's what it's going to be anyway, isn't it? So, um, mm-hmm. fine. Are we all happy to, as the, the TSB jury, to award? Yeah, I've mean, never um, really liked Cardiff. Fine, done. Right then. On to the Katana Barati Hero of the Week award. Various candidates, you could say. At Moscow, are you going to step up to the, the witness, Oki, and put forward your statement? You don't let a witness do that. Come to the bar. You? No, you're not a witness. Come to the bar. Stand, stand at the bar.
3: I'm a prosecutor, I think, accusing Archie Gray of being a hero. Right. Mm. I don't know why this has come to it's trial. Bit,
2: Dan, <laughs> Dan, Dan, you seem to have devised this...
3: this
1: yeah.
2: um, Is he going to prison? This shambles. Well,
3: no. the Young Offenders Institution,
1: given no, his age. No, courts also reward people as well and say well done young man Where does that have happened?
2: no that's not what they do
1: well ours does oh I'm, okay I'm never if I get
3: a court summons
2: oh brilliant we're casting oh, jo- <laughs> I wonder what I'm going to get a little treat <laughs> I was hoping for a uh, Holiday Tri- T- Tri- Tri- T- T- Towers. Holiday Centre <laughs> so 18 yeah. months in Armley yeah have
3: you confused uh, <laughs> have you confused magistrates courts with television quiz shows do you so like maybe you know. <laughs> Plus
2: could live with a large cash prize maybe a speedboat
3: boat. Mm. If you were uh, yeah in
1: in the courtroom one day and what do I do in a speed boat right. this? So right, so here's the criteria in this. We want to pick out one hero of the week. You're gonna nominate Archie Gray, is that what you're going for? Yes. Right. And we can do some formal commendations as well. And then there's also a doff of the cap, I think is is fine. Where okay. we just acknowledge somebody's contribution. They're not a serious candidate, but we can just say, Yeah, we see what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it was uh, the main candidates who
3: were between uh, Archibald and uh, Crescensio Somerville and then uh, Ethan Ampadu who kind of bolstered it by being very good against Shrewsbury. Somerville just getting straight up injured um, straight after scoring, like, forget about that. Liam Cooper also um, disqualifying himself. Uh, Although a few people, Alice, same for always leaving it all on the pitch for his club. And, that's Liam Cooper. Yeah, and Dom also says, you know, he's a player who stands up when it matters. I mean, no, he crumpled into a heap mm. and uh and left the field on a stretcher. So um So, so why
1: Archie Grey then specifically rather uh, than those lot? Because I mean, he's strong legs. Mm-hmm. Great. He's just nice. Functioning groin because Somerville's groin isn't functioning, is it? That's that's broken.
3: Yes. So I was just I felt more comfortable just saying. Strong legs, rather than getting into which particular parts of this 17-year-old boy's groin (laughs) uh, are functioning or non-functioning correctly. No, 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 no. I was was, was
1: mentioning Somerville's groin and he's over 20.
3: Okay, as a contrast. It's Mm.
1: good. Anyway, I mean, if we
3: are sticking with his body, uh, love his face, because he just looks like a grey, doesn't he? He was on the front of
1: the programme as well for the... um... For the Shrewsbury game, yeah, and he's got very boyish looks, yeah. And if you, I, I, I saw it, I kind of went, <laughs> look how young he is. If, if, you, if you lined does up, does it count, count as boyish looks if
2: you are a boy? Yeah, I feel like you, you can only describe someone as like you could describe Jamie Shackleton as having boyish looks because he's twenty three, yeah. but when you're at are an actual child, it'd be weird if you didn't have boyish looks. Yes. Yeah, and you'd
3: want more than just like boyish, mm. like sort of boy. But you can get boys who look
1: dead old as well. Mm. Charlie Creswell, yeah, for example, yeah. Car- again, carries himself with the. The surety of a middle-aged man. Yes. Exactly. It was very loud last night, but
3: I I enjoyed the start of, um, it It was maybe a sign of how the first half was going to go when um, Ampadu and Charlie Creswell were running towards each other, both going, mine, mine, (laughs) mine. It was just the the ball waiting for somebody to pass it and they were just charging at each other, nobody willing to relent um, because they're both so committed. Anyway, it was good though. You're just supposed to put a name on it. Archie Gray.
1: Yes, I thought you were supposed to put a donk on it.
3: The lineup of all those family faces—they all look alike—and it's great to have that back in the team. And he's really good at football. Um, and I
1: don't know what else you want me to say. He's really good at football—it's pretty obvious. Archie yeah. Gray's going to win. I it? think there's a, there's a fair shout actually for Ethan Ampadu to get this because he's he's had a good first, a good strong first no, week. No, no. But I, I think there's a it's a objection. Form, I think it's a formal objection. I think it's a formal commendation for him rather than hero of the week because. Archie was saying like when we recorded with Phil which is going to come out on on Friday. Archie he's just got that secret sauce aspect of it. It's it's the grey heritage playing for Leeds, the youth system being 17. And
2: also I know I know Ampadu's been very good as well but he's he's older what is he? he's like 23 isn't he? or something? Yeah, at least. And has played well, at least 100 games as yes. well. And he's
3: a Welsh international. Was he he was at the Euros wasn't he?
2: Yeah. Whereas Archie Grey has no right to turn up and do that. Mm. That's what the World Cup as well, they got to that too, didn't they? Mm going be yeah. tournaments
3: mixed up yeah. Um, well yeah so Archie Gray has no rights apparently <laughs> he's worked very hard for this you say he's got no right and yet there's sometimes when he just passes a ball you can kind of tell that whenever he's kicked a ball in the garden he's had like four professional footballing <laughs> relatives so there's uh, Stuart Gray who was Eddie's son who played for never played for Leeds but um, played for Celtic I think and then Andy's his dad, Frank is Andy's dad, Uncle Eddie. So they'll all they'll all be around going, oh no, you don't kick it like that, you kick it like this. And you can tell sometimes just like the the, the touch he has on the ball is really cultured and I, I don't even know, it's all nature versus nurture. Who knows why Archie Gray's so good at football if it's all just in the genes and every Gray born will be just instinctively naturally brilliant or if it is because you couldn't kick a ball in that house Without somebody telling you how to do it better. And if you were not kicking a ball, then you had somebody wondering
1: what you were doing with yeah. your, your life. Um, well, the, the life choices that, Ar- that Archie has made thus far in his young life have been backed up by the witness statements. I'm looking at uh, Grumpy Git Kev's, for example. So he's unbelievably calm for such a young lad. When I was that age, I spent 90% of my time drinking, puking, and passing out.
2: It's fair enough. So yeah. I added it too.
1: Yeah. It's for worth uh,
3: noting with Archie as well. I've just remembered that, and I think I'd. This last year when it happened. The um the season ticket advert when it had Sam Byron, Charlie Taylor, Alex Moet, and Lewis Cook, um, and Redders and David Batty making a rare appearance, featured some kids messing about with a ball and running around and and seeing Josh Warrington and um going and they go and have a kick about with those four youngsters that we were building the club around until they all got sold. Um and one of those boys was Archie Gray. Fantastic, And he was already good then. I'm pretty sure I have a memory of him nutmegging Charlie Taylor on the... um, It was that playing... It's the pitch above... um, Up on Beeston Hill. On Beeston Hill. Yeah. Yeah, Charlie Taylor was kind of... I mean, he's turned out to be a good player and has had a good career and we might have to sign him soon because we have no other choice. But yeah, he seemed conspicuously uh, not as good as the kids that he was um, trying to play against. He kept either getting megged or um, dribbled around. Whereas um, Mowit, actually... Who did he kick? I can't remember if it was Archie Gray that he kicked, but he, um, yeah, there was like an off-the-ball assault. Just so like dumped some kid on the ground because they'd taken him on. All oh, with a smile on his face. Everybody
1: was having a nice time. Um, TJ has uh, put forward a nomination for Daniel Farker because even though we were two down by half time, I didn't want to gouge my own eyeballs out with a rusty melon baller. Um, fuck off, Marsh Ball. Fuck off, Gravy Face. May you never darken our door again. Feels like at this stage, because we're still in the early stages of, of Farker Ball, Dulled off the cap,
2: yeah. Let's not get carried away.
3: Yeah, until the first half against Shrewsbury, when everybody was did the same. Well, actually, it was the first half against um, Cardiff when Liam Cooper put his foot on the ball, and we were two 0 down. And I was like, fucking do something, Cooper. Um, so patience is not quite um, embedded in the Elland Road support at the moment, um, and you could feel bits of that in the first half against Shrewsbury when those passes around were were going nowhere that people just wanted something to happen. Not necessarily like get rid of it or lump it forward and, you know, hit shacks, hit shacks, but do something with it instead of just like
1: look at the wing and pass back to the centre-half. So Archie Gray, your Guitano Barada Hero of the Week, I, I fully concur with that nomination. Yeah, Are you yeah. fine? No objections. Good boy. Well done. Straight to jail. Um, interesting that the Cardiff scores broadly back that one up with a 7.78 out of 10 from our TSB Plus members Um Somerville did slightly outscore him obviously that would have been swayed by the last minute goal as well as a good performance there in the second half yeah uh, it's before we knew his groin was in tatters as well wasn't it he's yeah. let us down now, so. and then obviously he's, he's carried it through into the, the Shrewsbury game so um, yeah, we'll be tracking the uh, player of the year scores across the year we'll see if we can do similar to last year and have Dan James as player of the year Because did we ever finally resolve what we wanted to do with our player of the year scores from last year well, you were desperate
3: to give Willie Nonto the trophy no. under any circumstances. No, and I was. So you can still do that.
1: Well, I'm glad we. You, I'm, was, glad we I'm glad we didn't commit to that. You can
2: travel to Merseyside and hand he, it over because he's a naughty boy. I think I was advocating for Tyler Adams. Right, because I think we, the little the fancy charts we got showed that he would outperformed the team in more or less every game.
3: Yeah, I just wanted Dan James to have it because it was funny. I'm not giving it. I'm not I giving it nice. to Chelsea. Bastards.
1: I think Dan James.
2: We probably need to, to look retain at the numbers is, again, don't is, is we? Is he going
1: to retain it this year? He's good
2: at he's good at pointing at
1: cameras, Dan James. Mm. He's, good he's good at, at running, running well. dead fast as well. Mm. Okay, uh, but anyway, yeah. So, so the numbers there, um, you can track those in the magazine as well um, across the course of the season. Who our player of the year will be, and maybe we'll be a little bit more scientific this year, and we'll come up with a, a more robust method than um, it was just. It was just a, a first test, wasn't it? This last year, well, it's not a lot else you have to do just add them up, divide by
3: the number of games. I'm blessed. That's how you do an average? Leo Yelder didn't come out of it great. Um, oh, he's got time. Yeah, time on his side. Anyway, but yeah, it's never a good start of the season when you're scoring less than the dickhead referee, yeah.
1: <laughs> who got uh, four point five seven out of uh, out of ten. Generous. So there we go. The, the the court is disassembled, discharged, discharged. That's the word. Sent home, off your pop. Yep. Sort of saying court, isn't it? Down to Gravely's off your pop.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh that'll, that'll do for today. They say. <laughs> come back when you're ready. Uh, t- time is it? it's probably beat traffic if we leave now yeah, well, do can, we all have to stay in a hotel
1: God, no, I, I think no. that's, only for, tomorrow. that's
2: only for the high profile although there, is, there is a
1: premier in just opposite our office so we could do that every week mm. after, yeah. after the show so. sometimes I do come out of here and I look at that and I'm I like, wonder how much your room is <laughs> just instead of walking home yeah. and getting the bus Let's go there. fantastic we'll wrap it up there then thank you for joining us on the, um, on the weekly show and look out for if you're watching this sort of in linear order um, Phil Hay on the way on Friday to talk about stuff, mm. some stuff being talked. He's about. gone off to um, Farkas Presser, hasn't he? Yeah. Well, actually someone, just,
2: someone just told me in a tweet say so many unbelievable hards in this
1: press conference. Yeah, and he's criticised the uh, he's criticised the clauses in the contracts about release clauses. So I wonder who did them. Mm. Bloody hell! If only we knew. <sighs> right, we'll speak to you soon. The Square Ball Podcast.